Hey, what is up, guys? Pablo here, and welcome to the How It Started podcast, the show where entrepreneurs from all industries share how they got started in their business and their road so far. Here, we're going to be talking about the pitfalls and upsides to being an entrepreneur in this era. And I'm your host, Pablo Ayala, and today's guest is Giovanni. How are you doing, Giovanni? Welcome to the show. Great, man. Uh, thanks for that quick introduction. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here after having to reschedule this a few times, but we're finally gonna finally gonna make it happen. We're making it happen today, man. Well, it's it's already mid December. The year went by so fast. How do you feel about that, dude? Honestly, like when you have so many things going on, or you're just trying to, you know, better yourself every day. You know, sometimes the time just flies right by you. Uh, you know, I feel like the older we're getting, the the shorter time is. And I just remember being a kid and. I felt like, you know, a month would be a year. So time time no, is really no uh, changing. It's just slipping away from our hands. I can't believe it feels <laughs> unreal. I, I remember being in, in, in Chicago, in the, in the Chicagoland area, in just December, snow and everything. Now that I moved down to Texas, it does not feel like it's winter different. at all. <laughs> it's different, man. Dude, there's oh, no man. snow. There's no, you know, you see the Christmas lights, but it's not the same. Um, I, yeah. It makes me want to go back to see the snow, at least for this time of year. You know, I used to hate it when I was up there, but I miss it. I genuinely miss it. <laughs> well, we haven't had um, any snow yet, so I feel oh like man, I feel like a couple of years ago though we were always getting snow in December, right? Every every year, every year was December. We oh, would man. expect it December right before Christmas time. But hey, yeah. there's still a week left, so let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. But hey, man, let's kind of share. Oh, so who is Giovanni? Let's get to know you, man. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so uh, I am 21 years old. I'm about to turn 22 in February. Uh, I guess I made some noise in the in the roofing industry. I am a licensed roofing contractor in Illinois and Wisconsin, and I am also a uh, licensed public adjuster in Illinois. And I'm currently working on my Texas license, so I might have to come see Pablo oh, for go. a couple of days. Hey man, the weather's nice down here year round, so come da- come on down, man. That's awesome. So you say you're you were um, you're licensed in, in that industry. So what kind of got you wanting to be in that industry? You know, out of all the industries, as a 19 year old, how when what got you in there? If I'm gonna be honest with you, man, like you know i wasn't 10 years old dreaming of of being a roofer or dreaming of being an adjuster or you know being in the restora- restoration industry i feel like everybody as a kid you know wants to be a firefighter or a cop or you know president or an astronaut or something so uh it, it kind of just uh fell into my lap um i saw honestly the thing that motivated me was I saw a lot of roofers around town. I always wondered why there were so many roofers and trucks, brand new trucks, you know, 2500s, just big trucks that really catch your eye. So I started doing some research on the market. Um, I I interviewed at a few places, and uh, unfortunately, the one place that did accept me didn't take me serious. And uh, I don't know what what came through my head. I just just said, forget it. I'll just do it myself. And I'll show everybody what I can do. Also, it was at that moment, because that was going to be my next question. Like, 
when did you decide uh, to take on that journey? Like I said, man, like it just, I, I'm one of those people where like, if, if you don't take me serious, I, I like to prove you wrong. You know, I'm very, I like to say I'm a go-getter. You know, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And, uh, you know, just that one bad experience I had with the company, um, just kind of drove me to do my own thing and, and show them that, you know, they're going to miss out and, couple months later after I started my own thing they did give me a call back they were a little they were a little mad and uh no I told them the truth you know you guys you guys didn't take me serious you guys didn't want to train me so I uh started doing my own research and I'm going to do it for myself wow I love that man I love that so you you say you would define yourself as a go-getter right so I, I mean just that as a conversation as a go-getter how in you and your personality i've always known you to like never always looking for new ideas new projects to work on how to advance yourself and not just yourself and the things you know how to do but even the things you don't know how to do right i see you time and time again you're always looking for mentors you look classes how to better educate yourself so let's talk a little bit about that is that one of the things that you need as an entrepreneur as a business owner you need to be a go-getter in all situations in order to succeed or uh, like at least what you said make some noise within the industry you're in definitely man 100 percent. i'd say one of the biggest things that you know if you're going to be a business owner or if you're gonna you know make your own money somehow you really have to hold yourself accountable to to what your morals are what you have to do and how you're going to get it done because you know i'm not going to lie i'm not going to say you know i'm operating at 100 percent every week Obviously, there's things that you have to work on, both physically and, and mentally, to be able to to give it your all. Um, so I think just being being right with yourself and, and making sure you're doing what you have to be doing is it's what's going to push you to that next level. Um, and lastly, like you just can't get discouraged because you're going to have bad weeks. You're going to have great weeks. Um, I, I always like to say, whenever I have a really bad week, that following week is always a good week. And if I have an amazing week, that following week after that is always going to be a bad week. So I guess it's kind of like karma, you know, what goes around comes around. So I kind of just expect the good and the bad, but whether, whether it's good or bad, I just, I just get through it and and do what has to be done to, to see the next day. Wow, man, I love that. And a lot of people, I see, I believe, like, the mentality of a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs, they have a hard time understanding that, you know, we see the good, we see the momentum, especially in good seasons, right? We have clients that work in the Florida uh, industry and then in the Florida area, and they have those seasons where, for example, um, you know, they might have a good termite season where the uh, business is booming, but then the rest of the year it slows yeah. down, right? Um, you may you may have contractors in, in the northern part of uh, Midwest and you know the snow crew who don't have snow in the summer or fall so what what are they doing right so i, I guess what it comes down to is what are you guys doing for the, during that downtime like how do you guys react to it and how do you guys keep that momentum going even if it's low momentum how do you still keep up with it right so i guess my question for you would be what are you doing during those times to keep your guy to keep yourself afloat right because at the same time as an entrepreneur it's it's really hard to deal with your personal personal life and your business life right so what are you doing currently to kind of stay afloat during all that all that noise and that slow times in your business <laughs> definitely so uh whenever it's a slow time especially in the winter uh 
especially in my industry and roofing. Uh, obviously, you get that snow, it gets too cold to work outside. So, um, honestly, the number one reason that a lot of roofing companies fail, um, and I guess this can, this can go for a lot of other industries that are uh, seasonal, is you just got to make sure you manage that money and, and make sure you have that cash flow because, you know, if you're in landscaping, yeah, you could do, you could do snow plowing. In roofing, you could do ice dam removal. If you're in, in the Midwest, we get a lot of ice up here. Um, you know, you, you really just got to manage your money and, and and manage that cash flow and, and see if there is something that you could do in the winter, you know, something that's strictly – that you're strictly good at, something that you can make money at. Um and honestly, I, I don't mind winter too much because, you know, I make sure to set aside my reserves, even if we decide not to work in the winter. So, you know, everybody's getting fed. Everybody's families are taken care of. Uh, I make sure I have enough for my for my spending. And, wow. uh, you know, I take the winter to, to learn, you know, try new things, whatever you want to do. You know, you got to wow. you gotta have multiple uh, incomes coming in. So you got to learn every day. Wow, I love that, man. I love that. That's a great way to look at it. <clears throat> and you mentioned money management and cash flow, and I think that's super, super important because we can get caught up. Uh, a lot of business owners, and myself included, can get caught up in all that. All the great season of cash flow is in; it's booming. Let's celebrate, yeah. but we don't think <laughs> we don't think so far ahead, right? If we don't think so yeah. far ahead, and then it hits us. The next season, it hits us. Well, where is our cash that we work so yeah. hard for? Um, so I think having a great relationship with money, um, ideal overall personal and in business management, um, it has to be, you have to have a great relationship yeah, with it. Definitely. I, I will say that, you know, you know, a lot of, a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs, I feel like, like me, for example, I watch a lot of YouTube videos and there's a lot of good information out there, but there's a lot of bad info too. I'd always suggest that, you know, if you're, you're oh, yeah. your own business, you know, you know, don't spend all your money, but don't be the guy that's not buying his daily Starbucks for five bucks a day just because he thinks that five bucks is going to add up. You know, you gotta you gotta know how to manage your money, but also you know be able to spend to to live that comfortable life, that happy life. And you know, if you get ten thousand dollars, go buy yourself that coffee, but you know, don't go and spend nine thousand in one place. Oh, oh wow, Dude, I, I'm gonna write oh, that down as a, as a big. As a big, as a big bold post, I think that was, that was perfect, man. So here's another question for you, man, and I'll kind of share the same thing. What's been the biggest challenge for you as an entrepreneur? Like, what's been the biggest roadblock and obstacle that you had to overcome, or are still working on overcoming? Honestly, just I don't even want to say staying motivated because I don't think motivation is really a key to success. It's more, you know being responsible for what you have to do because you know eventually we all get burned out a little bit and we start to neglect what we have to do so I do struggle with that from time to time where some of my projects get delayed a little bit just because I'm having a couple off days you know it could be I'm doing something with my family uh, my girlfriend and I are, are you know just busy or you know maybe you get sick you know a lot of the times it's things you can't control, but you just have to make sure that no matter what, you're, you're doing what you have to do. And if you do get set back, you know, notice your flaw, see what you're doing wrong, and, and make sure you fix that as soon as possible because you're just going to dig yourself in a deeper hole. I love it, man. 
So would would you say you deal with burnout in a healthy way uh, in regards to okay, I'm burning out. I need to take a break. And what what's your what's your opinion on taking breaks while feeling burnt out? So taking a break is is definitely, I guess, essential. Um, but you have to be careful of how you take the break. So um, obviously, a lot of people get burned out, and you know, especially us being young, or if you're an entrepreneur and, and you know you have some money to spend, a lot of these a lot of these guys are you know resorting to to alcohol or, or drug abuse. So you know, you got to stay away from that. Um, you got to know what you're doing for, to your body and. I'd say the best way to take a break is, you know, maybe take a day or two where you just focus on yourself. You do what you like to do. You know, you you take the day to clean your room or you take the day to, to go shopping or, you know, you, you play a video game, whatever you like to do. Um, just take a day for yourself here and there. If you're super burnt out, you know, maybe every three, four months, if you could afford it, you know, take a take a modest vacation. You know, you could take a vacation for, for two to three grand, I'd say, so... Yeah. No, I agree, man. I think <clears throat> I've seen it. I've seen it in all different industries. When burnout happens, it's not healthy for not just for yourself, it, for the team as well. And one of the things that causes it's, it causes a ripple effect, right? As a boss or as a leader in your field, your industry, you come back to work burnt out, not having not not dealing with that burnout, that stress. It gets taken out on not just your if you have a significant other, your significant other, but as your crew, your crew can feel that there's a there's there's negativity. Um, your leaders being negative or they're being passive aggressive with a lot of things, and it changes the whole outcome of the whole crew. Um, I believe that's super super important to be able to deal with it. And like you said, how we deal with uh, burnout, staying away from the wrong things can can definitely impact us in either the most beneficial way the positive way or negative way so i agree man i really i do agree with that now what's been so as a, as a contractor what what are your next plan you know what, what do you see yourself within the next five to ten years i know we're talking long game but as an entrepreneur you know we're always either entrepreneurs serial entrepreneurs but we see ourselves right um and then it's going to circle back to why why do you do the things that you do because I think that's important. There's always a driver, you know, in, oh, in, in, the, in, the, in the vehicle. Yeah. You know, it's going, it's going. <laughs> and now what's the big, what's the big why? That's the big question. But let's let's answer that. Where do you see yourself in five to ten years? So right now I'm going to be honest with you, Pablo. So a lot of people will view me as a as a business owner. But just like the saying goes, I don't I don't own my business. I I work for my business, you know. I'm not at the point where Ooh. where I can just leave That's my business bold. at this moment. Um, so definitely within the next five to ten oh, yeah. years, I want to be able to to make that structure. So you know, if I need to, I can go on vacation for a month, and my business is still running. Whether that be with a uh, with a manager, with uh, with the vice president, you know, somebody just take care of of the office work, the back end, making sure the crews are still running, making sure sales are still coming in. Uh, making sure customers are happy is definitely something that I need to figure out uh, very soon. And then once I'm able to figure that out and create a uh, perfect system, I want to duplicate that system in a different market. So we'll see. We'll see whether that's Texas or Florida. 
Hey man, Florida. Hey, either way, we have clients in Florida. We have clients in Texas. Either way, we'll fit you right in. Actually, great, great thing that you mentioned uh, Florida because we have a client that does solar, a solar business up there, and I mean, as a marketer, my my main idea, my main my main thoughts is he ha- he has an audience. He they have a market, right? And the biggest thing for me is building those relationships and maintaining them. Why? Because you can be an asset to them and they can be an asset to you in regards to development, yeah. personal development, business growth, and it can even accelerate your growth, right? And I know you network a lot, um, Giovanni, and a little backstory, <laughs> me and Giovanni met back in 2020, I believe, and the main reason I wanted to bring him on the show is because I was 20 years old at the time when he told me you were 18. I believe so, yeah. You were 18 at the time. And what shocked me the most is that I have this 18-year-old standing next to me, managing a whole crew, having a whole roofing company by himself and some sales sales guys. And the way he was met, he he operated the whole operation. Obviously, no, nothing is perfect in this life, but the way he ran it as an 18-year-old, jeez, it, it's it's a lot. It's a lot, to say the least. So that's a little bit backstory. We met over, um, I forgot the breakfast place, but we went over some breakfast. We went over some marketing um, content and just educational um, shenanigans, you want to call it. But overall, we were able to maintain this relationship. And just to see him, how far he has come in the next, Cutting like these last few years, we're about to hit twenty twenty three. Then last three years itself, it's been it's been amazing. So now that we um we understand Giovanni that you need you want to create looking for a system to create, and do you think more than anything that it falls into a lot of entrepreneurs' hands where they their focus working their focus is in working for the business rather than the business working for them is that the trap a lot of entrepreneurs are currently facing right now you know i don't think you're too too far off from that idea because a lot of the times what i see is especially in the construction industry you know you have you have bob over here that's that's been you know framing for the past 20 years he has his own his own company but his company is simply you know just a crew where where he's day in and day out doing the work um, himself, and, and you know it's it's respectable hard work, and it's definitely getting him fed and, and paying the bills. But I think if you really want to be successful and and live that life that you want, um, especially like I know we we come from similar backgrounds, and I'm sure both our parents kind of you know grew grew up working hard, working with their hands, and and it's just you know you don't you don't want to be that guy, and definitely. Um, if you have the opportunity to to grow your business and and make sure your business is is, is working for you, uh, kind of like a passive income per se, that's definitely what you would want to do because that's that's what's going to give you the the freedom both financially and and just with your time. Well, man, I agree. That's a good perspective because I do. I mean, it's really common here in Texas too. Um, you do have those. I mean, I mean, I would. I'm going to say mom and dads you know they start their own company but at the end of the day instead of gaining that freedom of not working for another company 40 hours a week anymore they're working 80 hours a week for their company and not even that probably up to 100 hours a week and they're managing it all by themselves so that's something that it's commonly it's common right when you start a business you have to realize and 
take note that if you really want to have a successful business and get be most beneficial to you and your family, build a system in place early on and focus on that and have have that as a target to not work there for the rest of your life. Obviously, as build the foundation, build, see and understand what you want for your business. But analyze and take note that there's there can be there is a system that exists. Obviously, there's successful companies out there that have these systems in place. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you know what the key to all that is is, and and this took me a while to learn too. But you really have to if you want to grow your business and and not be involved directly in working in your business is you have to learn how to put people in the right place and and trust them to do what you hire them to do, you know, if, if, for example, if you, if you're a marketing company, if you hire somebody to do marketing for your marketing company to, to bring in new clients, um, get some ads out there, you know, you got to trust whoever you hired. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure you, you vet them, uh, interview them. And, 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 you know, if you trust them, you gotta, you gotta let them do what, what, what they do best. Cause you can't, you can't wear all the hats, you know? Well, I love that. You can't wear all the hats. I mean, and do you, would there be an exception as you're starting your business, right? Of wearing, having to wear all the hats in the beginning. I believe that that would be the only exception. Why? Because of capital, you know, cash flow. You're building, you're still building it up. Your your baby is still growing up right now. You get into your business being into like the teenage years or um, adolescence where, you have to start letting go, start letting that trust, start let, putting things in place where, okay, you know, it's time to get, um, it's just a metaphor, you get you get your license, let, let the vehicle sail itself or drive itself, right? And you have to trust them. You have to trust them because if you don't let go, you don't want to let go, it's going to, you can't be the driver the whole time. Somebody else has to, has to end up driving it. And if you choose to be the driver at all times, all you're doing for your company yeah. is hurting yourself. You're building a lack of trust with your your own organization, and I think that's super important. I love that you can't wear all the hats, man. Well, just just like you said, man. I mean, definitely in the beginning, it, it, you can wear all the hats. Um, you just have to do what you have to do, you know. But if you do want to grow and scale, you you have to learn to to hire people and and help you know hire people and let them grow your business with you and. And if they're with you for a while, if they're doing good work, you know, you got to make sure that they climb the ladder with you, too. You can't just be that that greedy, that greedy boss. Um, it's like it's like the saying. I'm probably going to butcher it, but it's, you know, leaders lead bosses just just yell at their their employees. And and that's that's not fun for anybody. And I believe that, that that's made the majority of the downfall for a lot of businesses. You know, a lot of employees don't leave good businesses. They leave bad leadership, bad management bad bosses, bad bad pay, bad structure, bad systems. Everything. They leave bad they leave for a reason, but they don't, you know, they don't leave because of um the the job. Obviously they would they chose to work there, right? So yeah. So now let's circle back, man. Why do you do that? being so young, right? We we know that that decision um rose up from a company. We know that Right. But to do to become a business owner for the rest of your life or having building up that passive income that has turned into something. But what is that? Why? What? Why do you do the things that you do? So I'd say there's only two reasons that you should be in business. 
either you plan on selling that business and retiring or you plan on giving that business to your children. So I guess the way I see it is, you know, running your own business is, is going to give you your own freedom. And, and if you're able to scale it and grow it, you know, you're going to, to possibly create generational wealth. Um, definitely though, you know, just because you have a business, yes, you can, you can make millions of dollars with your business, but just like any other, you know, successful person, you know, they're finding multiple ways to make income. So my two businesses now are really just, um, you know, I, I plan on, um, you know, keeping in the family for as long as I can, but definitely a majority of my business helps fund some of my other ideas. Um, and we could always get into that on a different day of, of you know, maybe some investments um, or just just things that you, you know, that you need to grow. So definitely only be in business to, to sell it and make some money or, or pass it on to somebody and, and make sure they're taken care of. Wow, man, I love that. I freaking love that. You plan on selling and retiring. That's two big bullet points. Plan on selling it and retiring or gener building that generational wealth with your family. Dude, you drop the mic right there because that was <laughs> that was gold. So all the entrepreneurs listening to right now, I think look at it that way. Not Don't look at business and this entrepreneur journey as something you could just jump on right because it's it's going to take a lot it's going to take a lot and not to discourage anybody but this is to encourage you what what the possibility of what you're able to do yeah. you know like giovanni said you are able to plan um to sell the business you can build a big company nobody's stopping you and then you can retire at such a young age Right, with the majority of a lot of people can retire at sixty-five, and if even so, a lot of, I see a lot of seventy-year-olds, eighty-year-olds still working. You know, you could still retire at thirty, forty, even fifty years old, which is a lot less than the, than the average retiring age. Or you can also plan to build it for your family. You know, your kids want to have to go through the things you've gone to, and not to raise them up to be spoiled, but because we know and understand what it took to get there, what it feels like to not have the things that that we were able to to receive by working this hard, right? Yeah. And to encourage them. So we got to look at it long term. And the main reason, right? This, these are not just simple whys. Why? Because I want that Ferrari. Because I want that Lamborghini that I've always <laughs> dreamed of. No, like that's obviously those are nice toys to have. You know, those are prices during every step of your life. But look at it a bigger perspective of this is something I can build up and sell it and retire and be able to provide for my family until I die. Or you can provide for your family for generations to come. I think those are two big reasons of why if you're going to be jumping into business or an entrepreneur things to be looking out for money will come and go would you agree with me giovanni money will come and go dude but what will last forever <laughs> is talk to me talk De to me man definitely um I, this is kind of a different topic but definitely money comes and goes um, that doesn't mean you know just go spend it definitely spend it on things that are going to bring some joy into your life or you know create some memories but at the same time like hey money comes and goes if if you mess something up if you deliver a bad product to a client or you deliver bad service, you better fix it, you know, no matter what it costs. Because if you don't fix that, that's going to ruin your reputation. Um, it could bring you lawsuits. 
it can keep mm. you from sleeping at night. And um, and the other thing I wanted to say too is, I know we were talking about what drives you, what drives me to run my business. But the other thing that that's always in the back of my head is is I generally have a fear of not being successful. Like I just have to be successful mm. no matter what, whether it be in roofing, whether it be in adjusting, whether it be in a grocery store, whether it be in marketing, whether it be in 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 any any industry, you know, um, just because wow. the man the way I, the way I see this world is um, like inflation is is a very real and, and, and scary thing. The U.S. dollar isn't what it used to be, you know, when our parents were growing up, our grandparents, you know, a house back in the in the sixties, and my numbers are probably going to be way off, but you know, a house in the sixties was probably worth thirty grand, and now they're worth what two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars. So yep. if average, if, average, yeah. So if, if 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 that alone doesn't scare you, you know, knowing how much money you need, um, I know the other day on Facebook I shared I shared a post and it said you don't realize that a hundred thousand dollars isn't a lot until you make that hundred thousand dollars. Like you know, you really won't be able to buy a house with those hundred thousand dollars, at least in our market. You know, a good a good car. You know, if it's a, a sedan, it's going to cost you what twenty twenty five. That's a fourth of your income right there. You know, let alone if you have kids or you know a mortgage and, and just different things. You know, so definitely, if if you guys are wanting to make money, you have to start your own business, um, or work for somebody that's that treats you fair and it's going to allow you to live the life you want, um, and make sure you have a good leader. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's all. That's all it is to it have a good leader i like that what are your thoughts i know I, i've seen you man i relate to you on this because i see you networking a lot i see you always wanting to level <laughs> up your mindset man and i see myself in that right because that's everywhere i go i'm looking for different opportunities like you just said i'm also the type of person to not i guess not being not fear of being successful but my mindset is always do your best regardless where you're at whether you're working at shoveling snow, whether you're working, you know, clean, picking up leaves in the fall, because that, that was my experience before I jumped into everything. And what I did was always do the best wherever you go, because you never know what opportunity might be there. Right. And I share this story with a lot of people. And when in my long care, in the long care company that I was, little did I know my boss, a few years down the line, was going to become one of my first clients for my marketing company. Right. And to be able to do a good job in that, it translated later on where he knew me, he liked me, but he also trusted me in the, the, my work ethic. And he knew I was going to be able to help him regardless. And with that being said, what are your thoughts on networking and the value of networking? Because I, I believe a lot of people are shy, but if you're going to become an entrepreneur, we have to. We have, have to. We have to drop that. We have to drop that shyness. Yeah. So... It's like the golden saying goes, your network is your net worth, you know. Um, there's a lot of people in my life that I have met over over the past couple of years that either A, referred me to other clients, um, or B, you know, uh, there's, this, there's this guy I talked to, and I'll name drop him here. His name is, uh, his name is David Kim. He is also an adjuster. He's a... Uh, He's a little older, but this guy really knows what he's doing. And uh, ever since I started, I, I can't recall how I met him. I think it was maybe through a Facebook like networking group. But whenever, whenever I have a chance, like 
I can call this guy anytime. I'll tell him I have an issue. Hey, how do I handle this? And he tells me exactly how he does it. So, you know, the more people you know, uh, the more people know what you do. So that can drive more business. And just having the resources around you to to accelerate your growth and, and make sure you're doing what you have to do, um, especially from the experience of somebody else. So I, I just hope that uh, once, you know, I'm in the industry a little bit longer, you know, maybe when I'm, by the time I'm 30, I'm recognized as one of those, those mentor type people where they can just come to me, ask me any questions. So I've, um, I'm always going to be forever, forever grateful for all the people that have taught me knowledge. And I made it a promise to myself. And, and even now, like, you know, I've been in this industry for three years, but with the knowledge I gained from the more experienced guys, I'm able, I'm able to share that knowledge with, with other people that, that just mm. surely don't know. So I'm always going to make it a mission to, to help other people. Um, they could be older than me and younger than me. If they don't know some of the things I know, I'm, I'm always going to share that. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to charge them for it, you know, because nobody charged me for it. Wow. Boom, man. I love that. That's the main reason I do this podcast, man, to be able to share that value. It's free. I'm not charging anybody to listen to it. I want to have that outlet because the exact same way, man, the mentors that have taught me, you know, I've paid for courses. Obviously, there's a price that comes with learning. But a lot of the times to be able to build a network, you know, they don't you can reach out to them, build those relationships and learn from them. It's priceless. You know, it's not like, okay, if someone gives you a truck. No, it's not that. Like the knowledge you they pass on to you took years to learn and perfect and master and they were able to pass it. That's invaluable, right? You can't put a price tag on that. Yeah. And to me that's that's amazing, man. The the your thought process on all these things, it's it's amazing and very admirable, man. <laughs> you know It's um, admirable. <laughs> Paulo, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. You know I'm not sure if how you think about this, but I, I definitely think you know, having a platform to speak on, and especially when you're giving free information that's good and, and and trustworthy, that's really going to to make you more credible. So, if you do have a service or a product to offer, you know, if some kids listening to you right now, you know, we're giving him all this all these tips and tricks, that guy's definitely going to remember us and, and reach out to us, and you know, maybe do business with us, or you know, we do business with them. So. Absolutely, man. Everything I always say, everything's a cause and effect, right? You can't have a reaction without a cause for it. So whether we don't know that what, like you just said, so it might be able to build a relationship or a business opportunity for us. At the same time, what this podcast causes, it's like not for me, it's giving that free information to help other entrepreneurs. That's my cause. The effect on that is going to be equipping them with the right knowledge, the right pieces, transparency to with them. What they do to them when once they hear that, it's going to be it's going to cause an effect. Do I know it? No. But in future terms, as a vision, ideally, hopefully, we're able to help them and equip them uh, as they grow up in their journey, and connect them to the right people. If it's not us, to be able to equip them with the right with the right mentors and. Ideally, that's hopefully there's a, a whole business side of this thing. But right now, <laughs> I enjoy I enjoy doing this, man. I enjoy yeah, talking man. to people, learning their stories because every everybody like my story. I already shared my story. I want to hear other people's story. Yeah, and it's it's amazing to hear, man. So what's to just kind of we're gonna wrap things up around here, man. What's one piece of advice 
you would say to your younger self and that that younger self might be someone else right now who's young okay um so i'm gonna kind of answer this in two parts here because i kind of want to backtrack a little bit to what you just said um you know maybe a minute or two ago you said that you know we're giving you a lot of free information but obviously there's courses out there that you pay for to get some knowledge too so i definitely yeah. say you know if, if you're I don't, I don't know your story um like if you went to college at all but for example i i, I didn't go to college i kind of just jumped into into working um and i'd say you know if if you're in marketing go ahead and and, and spend a thousand dollars on that marketing course you know you might think like you know why am i going to spend it on a course i can just i can just look stuff up on google but you know signing up for that course is really going to to save you some time on doing that research you know some research that somebody has already done as long as they're trustworthy and and i would kind of view it as a college course you know um yeah. you know you're the kids in your college spending money on courses you're working spending money on a on an online course to learn what you want to do so to answer your final question would be <laughs> my my advice to anybody would be investing yourself you know um and that's not just in, in just learning, you know, obviously you want to invest in yourself and, and perfect your craft, but also invest in the things that make you happy, invest in, in your mental health, invest in your, in your, uh, in your physical state, you know, make sure that you're healthy, get your gym, get a gym subscription, uh, invest in your wardrobe. Now I'm not saying, you know, go out there, buy Gucci and Dior, but you know, buy your, <laughs> buy your essentials, you know, buy some good fitting t-shirts, some good pants, even if you had to get them tapered, um, you know, just find what you like, what you feel good and confident in, have that business casual, have that lazy day Sunday outfit, those gym clothes, you know, wh whatever it is that makes you happy and, and, and it's going to advance you in life, make sure you, you invest into yourself and, and you do that, you know, don't be, don't be too worried about saving money. It's, it's a lot easier to, to make ten thousand dollars than it is to save ten thousand dollars so well wow. money comes and goes i love it man i love it man anything else you would like to share with our listeners because remember we do have some listeners out in europe, europe who too. may be interested in hearing a little bit about you father man i guess i'd say if, if any of you guys have any questions I'm sure Pablo would put my contact information down below, but you guys can always give me a call or, or text me and, and, you know, we could jump on a call and I could maybe talk to you guys about a few things and, and spread some ideas. You know, you, you never know who, who you'll meet and, you know, maybe one of you guys in Europe will benefit me. Maybe teach me a few things about your country. Maybe, maybe some of those European countries have better tax <laughs> rates than, than America does, but we'll see. Maybe a free trip to Europe or something, something like that. Something, man. I, I wouldn't be too bad. <laughs> no, man. Well, Jamani, man, it was a pleasure bringing you on board. Um, I think I'll probably have another episode to kind of align this whole podcast up, sharing my story again. Um, because I, I just heard you say that you don't even know my story, but I think it's going to be another episode. So, right, right, right there. Stay tuned for that episode Dude. because we're going to be sharing. We're going to take a good thirty minutes sharing my story. I think uh, maybe you can interview me that day. I think yeah. I think we're just going to have to sit down and and just see where the conversation takes us, and I'll ask you a few controversial questions. Maybe maybe you should believe in aliens mm. or something. 
Ooh, we'll aliens? That's a touchy subject. We'll, we'll turn it no, to Joe Rogan. I, I have a crazy story. <laughs> I went to <laughs> I went to I went to Arizona, Flagstaff, Arizona, and the stories, man, up there they're crazy. Cause you know, New Mexico, Arizona are prone for UFO encounters and um aliens overall. So We'll see. I got, I got, I got a couple of stories to share. Well, definitely. All right, man. man. Well, it was a pleasure having you on here. Um, uh, where, where can your? If someone's interested in roofing, or someone's interested in in listening more or asking you more questions, where can they find you, dude? I'll be dropping down the links, but where can they find you, <laughs> man? Mainly. Okay, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I probably won't answer my phone call if I don't. If I don't have your number saved, so <laughs> definitely text me. Uh, my the best number to reach me at is gonna be eight one five five six six five seven zero three or if you just look up giovanni ramirez on facebook i i should pop up he'll say i'm the owner of everlast can everlast roofing sorry <laughs> we'll go from there everlast roofing per- perfect okay and then another thing linkedin would they be able to find you any professional net uh, connections might be able to find you on linkedin yeah on linkedin too just be first name last name again giovanni ramirez and uh I think I'm wearing a white polo in my in my picture. If I don't change it, I'll uh, I'll try not to change it for a little bit to see if you guys find me and uh, let me know you came from Pablo's podcast and you know maybe we'll send you a gift or something. Boom! You guys heard it there. Maybe he'll send you a free hat. <laughs> Definitely, but <laughs> perfect, brother. It was a great having you on here. You guys, you have a great day. All right. Likewise, my man. Thanks for having me here.